Hello, you're listening to season two of the Achieve With Me podcast. I am your host, Rachel Gilfrin, and I'll be spending the next few minutes chatting to you about what achieving, winning, and success mean to you. As a life coach specializing in confidence and career progression, I am a strong believer that success is very closely linked to having a positive mindset. I'll be sharing my own highs and lows from my past corporate career in IT sales and sharing some really valuable tips and techniques to help you to get ahead in your career. To help you to get these implemented today, you can catch the written episode on my blog, which is at www.rachelharriotcoaching.co.uk. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Hello, my ambitious ladies, and welcome back to season two of Achieve With Me. It is official. We are in September. I can't believe it. Now, for some of us, this means the end of summer, and it can feel a bit sad. But to other autumn lovers like myself, this can mean the start of jumpers, boots, warm drinks and multicoloured leaves. I absolutely love autumn. My birthday's in October, so it's always a season that I've loved. Now to the parents amongst us, this tends to mean the return to school, which again provides a bit of a conflict on how you might feel. Some parents may be cheering (laughs) and others wondering how they can get back into a routine after some time off work with the kids. Now, you don't have to be a parent to feel as though routine has gone out the window recently. I have to say, I can especially resonate. We've just had so much freedom and so many lovely things on the agenda. I have definitely let things slide. Don't forget... Being organised and having a routine is a skill in itself. And when you don't practice a skill for a while, it can feel so daunting. Even the slightest things that we're used to doing day to day can really make us feel a little bit overwhelmed. Now, I have put together my top five tips for getting back into good habits and starting to get your head in the game for your return to work and for being organised this September. Now this episode is going to be short and sweet because I want you to have time to take action and really start considering where your priorities are. So without further ado, I'll get started. Tip number one, start planning your days in more detail and further in advance. So if we're starting with week one, which would be the next full week ahead of us, Start to write down all of your daily tasks and start to highlight whether they are home or work tasks. And then as you're doing this, start to think about ways you could potentially prepare or get ahead with some of these. Now, you might be thinking, well, to what level do I write these tasks down? Because, I, you know, I do a lot in a day, don't we all? Although we think we do. But I mean, anything, even from small things like putting a load of washing on or doing the school run. These are all tasks that we have to do and it's all time that we have to find within our day. Once you've done this, decide which tasks are non-negotiable 
And I mean that in terms of your time scale wise. So for example, if you're doing the school run, they've got to be there by a certain time. There's not really anything that you can do about this. And it's certainly not something that you can get ahead of. But things that you can get ahead of are things like food shopping, meal preparation, batch cooking. They're all favourites of mine because I don't want to have to think about what I'm going to eat, especially at lunchtime when I'm busy. Now, getting a view of your week and perhaps the month ahead as well really helps you to get your head around what to expect. Tip number two, is there anyone you can delegate these tasks to? Seriously, I mean this, is everybody in the house pulling their weight? Most domestic tasks you may not love can also be outsourced. It doesn't have to be somebody within your home. Think about things like ironing, shopping, cleaning, dog walking, anything like that. It's the same with work preparation tasks. Now, whilst I don't recommend that you outsource your work to other people, of course, unless you have your own business, in which case, you know, that's something that you might wish to do. If you know that you've got, for example, a couple of important meetings coming up in the week ahead, is there anybody that may have been in the previous meeting that can share their notes with you to give you another perspective of where you left off? Or maybe you're planning a training session and you want everybody in that session to be prepared. Can you send out a reminder to them with a recap on what you went through last time versus what you plan to cover? Tip number three, start getting back into the work mindset. Now, this might sound a bit ridiculous, but it works for me. So on a Sunday, I'm quite particular about what I watch on TV. In fact, I actually limit the TV watching and I watch a lot of YouTube content. Now on YouTube, what I tend to do to get me back into this work mindset is I'll search for relevant content. And when I say relevant, I mean relevant to my industry and my specialist area of coaching. So as you know, I focus on confidence and career coaching. And I'm really passionate about continuing to develop myself. I never stop learning and it's really important to me. But I know that if I didn't start getting my head back in the game on a Sunday afternoon, I might find it a lot more difficult to spark creativity on a Monday morning. When I do watch television, I watch TV shows like Dragon's Den to motivate me. Now, I know that there's got to be a lot of really motivational content out there. So what TV, films or YouTube content could you watch to really help you get back into that work mindset? It doesn't actually even have to be video. It could just be tuning into your favourite podcast. And again, obviously everybody's from a different industry or background. Looking into some of the latest industry news might just really help you to get back into that work mindset. Tip number four. Okay, I am just going to say it. Getting back into the work mindset for a lot of people can mean you end up with inverted commas, the fear. Now, if you've not experienced this before, it can tend to kick in on a Sunday evening 
when you're preparing to return to work and it tends to manifest itself in anxiety about the week ahead. Things like worrying about things that you didn't get a chance to do before and generally just feeling like an imposter and like you're going to struggle to do your job this week. Now, I'm being honest, I used to struggle with this so much and what happened is I realised that I could begin to take control of this rather than it taking control of me and I started using journaling to help me work through my feelings. Look, I know journaling isn't for everybody but I really do feel like it helps you to unravel your thoughts and really start to, again, put them into the order that you want them in. So when I begin to worry about the week ahead all I'll do is I'll take a pen and paper and I'll write down the following questions. How am I feeling? Sounds basic, but just getting to the bottom of exactly the feelings that you've got and trying to understand why. Next question is, what am I truly worried about happening when I go back to work? So there's probably some particular tasks that might be outstanding or you know there could be something to do with a customer that you're worried about coming back to you it could even be a member of staff but until you understand what you're truly worried about happening it's more difficult to get your head around so the next question I would write down would be why would this be so bad so if this happened this thing that I'm truly worried about happening why would this be so bad The next question is, how likely is this to happen? Really? Because I think it's always really difficult for us to contextualise exactly what we're worried about and looking at the likelihood of whether it will actually happen or not. So really, being logical, how likely are these things to happen? And then the final question that I would simply ask myself at this stage, now I've defined how I'm feeling, I've defined what exactly it is that I'm truly worried about and why it's going to have such an impact on me. The final question is, what first steps can I take to prepare me for this? And one of the things that I like to give in my confidence building formula that I give to my clients is one element of this is to really look at all the different scenarios that could happen in reality. So of course, you know, some of these scenarios are going to be the worst case, but some of them are going to be the best case as well. And by looking at all these different outcomes, it really helps you to A, look at how likely each of those outcomes are, but to really put some things in place that you can start to prepare yourself for these situations and then once you've prepared for those situations you feel less panic towards that okay on to tip number five now once you've gone through this process and really started to look at preparing for the week ahead looking at all the things that you need to do and trying to kind of dissect all of your worries the final thing is just to bear in mind what is the minimum you will accept from yourself this week. And the reason I'm saying this is because I am mindful that it's possible that writing down everything that's on the list or needs to happen that week might feel daunting. Let's face it, sometimes time gets away from us or we can't account for every little thing that's going to happen. But 
deciding what are the minimum fundamental things that you will do for yourself is going to be really helpful and focusing on making those things happen. You see, habits are created by consistently staying in integrity with yourself. And so it's really important that you must decide what is realistically manageable for you. We can't do it all and sometimes we do feel like failures because we haven't done it all. But by being realistic about what's manageable, it means that you can then set this minimum and then make sure that you're committed to achieving at least that. And anything above that then becomes a bonus. So just to recap then, start planning your days in more detail and further in advance. Tip number two, is there anybody you can delegate these tasks to? Tip number three, Start getting back into the work mindset. Think about what you're watching on a Sunday night. Think about the content that you're consuming and how that might help or hinder you. Tip number four, making sure that you start to manage any feelings of anxiety towards returning to work. And tip number five, setting yourself a minimum that you will accept from yourself. And by utilizing this skill in terms of building what's going to be important for you, you'll feel a lot more in integrity with yourself because you follow through. So that is it for today. I hope at least one of these points helped you to get ready for the upcoming weeks. If you liked what you heard, I would be so grateful if you could leave me a rating and a review about the podcast. And I hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you so much for listening to season two of the Achieve With Me podcast. I'd absolutely love to hear from you if there's any other workplace challenges you're facing at the moment that you'd like me to consider doing an episode on. Please do follow me on Instagram, which is at Rachel Harriet Coaching. And remember, you can visit my website, www.rachelharrietcoaching.co.uk to revisit some of these topics in my blog or if you want to learn more about one-to-one coaching. Have a wonderful day.